the five days goes by, uh, you are getting ready to head to the event. I don't wear my Republic uniform. I wear street clothes. No, you don't wear your Republic uniform? Actually, maybe I should. (laughs) I do want to draw attention to myself. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if that's the exact attention you want to draw from yourself, but no, no, I'm going in my street clothes. Okay. I'm not. I I'm not even gonna talk to people. Like if he wants to wear his, he's not gonna wear his. You see, he's wearing something reminiscent of kind of a Han Solo. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, pants, white shirt. Uh, kind of a jacket uh, with a quick draw uh, holster and blaster to side. I wear something where I can easily draw the saber if I have to. And I do carry the blaster pistol of that guy. <laughs> I know that's specific. I'm sorry. Um, Cold fog? Yes. Okay. Um, but the blaster, because as per norm, would be visible. My lightsaber would be a little more ambiguous what it is. That's why I have the blaster. It completes the outfit. Okay. All right. Um, I assume uh, Chu and Ari will stay at the ship? Yes. Chu's okay. still... He still has a couple of days before he can roll again, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's still... He's a lot better... Um, but, uh, he, actually, he probably could have already rolled. Uh, so go ahead and roll just to see if he, uh, heals up that last wound, right? Because he was incapacitated. Yes. Yeah, the last I wound. I had to think about it. Um, and it's plus two? Yep. Um, so that would be... Well, actually, no, not... That was the force power. Now it's just regular. So it's just 2D? Yep. Okay. Then he rolled an 8. Okay. That is enough to heal his last wound. Um, so he is kind of walking around. Uh, once again, he still does kind of have some bandages, uh, around some of the more exposed areas during the blast. However... He does appear to be walking around pretty well. Um, he is kind of helping Ari with some maintenance around the freighter. Um, however, you're kind of getting, though, that Ari hasn't really allowed him to uh, inspect Ari's internals. I didn't figure. It was um, just a, just an idea, but I he's they, stubborn. Yeah, they do kind of talk to each other. You do see them kind of hanging out so to speak like working on things mm-hmm. together um but she was not as far as you know worked on Ari at all um I hmm so before we leave okay she were we're getting ready to go to the race all right. He kind of, um, he puts down some tools that he was working with. He will kind of stand up and come over towards you. And uh, 
you know, the whole um, uh, maintenance guy, you know, he's kind of rubbing some grease mm. off of his hands as he's putting something in a belt and uh, moves over to you. You see that he's actually a lot freer a little bit um, in his demeanor. Um, seems that he kind of kind of feels like, you know, it kind of looks like he's, he's having a purpose kind of doing uh doing work on the ship and working with Ari. Um I just want to let you know you don't have to come if you don't want. You can stay with Ari and work on the ship. I it looks like you guys are in the middle of something. No, if it is okay with you, I will stay and help you the droid. That sounds fine with me. Good with you, Ari. Very good. Uh, don't let him break anything. And I'll kind of like smile at you. And I, But I address that Which to Which one are you talking to? I, I'll, address it to yeah, I'll address it to Ari. Like, don't let him break anything. And I'll just smile at you. Uh, as you do that, um, Felix kind of towards the gangplank says, you ready to go? All right, you two head down the ramp, and we'll get your galaxy cab as uh, you head to the site of the race. As you are most of the way there, you know that the main area of the races is in the southern... The... The Dragon's Nest is in the lower government district. You know that the area of the races are in the southern tip of the lower government district. So it was an area during the war that had sustained a lot of damage. Uh, so some of the buildings, some of the major, major mega structures um, got their tops blown off and because of that they created very large very nice platforms once the debris was kind of moved away there is a large area of because all of junta is surrounded by a 50-foot wall to keep the various denizens uh the various creatures of the swamp out of the lower levels. This is actually, this area, however, was badly damaged. A lot of the wall structure was destroyed. So it is an easy way for the swoops to get in and out of that area. As you are approaching, even through the repulsor cab, you can hear the festivities in the distance. You hear the whines of repulsor engines. You hear the throng of sentience, all to hundreds, thousands of them all talking at the same time. You see ships flying in from Atmo. You see a few ships flying towards Atmo. You see a number of various repulsor trucks and sleds and vehicles of all sorts moving to and fro as people are getting closer to the festivities. You hear various music 
being piped through some some loud some band like some more techno some um, instrumental as you are bombarded by the sights and sounds of this event. Told you it was a big event. Felix just kind of looks over at you and raises his eyebrows and uh, looks back out the window of the cab. As you are getting towards one of the megastructure tops, you see from other megastructures around huge multi-floor, multi-level banners of the various racing teams. Uh, some of them are straight cloth for some of the uh, poorer teams. Some of them are huge hollow banners with various scenes being depicted on them. You see throngs of people not m only moving on the tops of these various levels, but there are walkways and throngs of people just moving back and forth where you were just almost a week before running across barren walkways these walkways are filled with people and I know I'm giving you a real world um, idea but think like Indy 500 in the Star Wars universe so there are people everywhere there are banners of racing uh, teams there are food stands you see what and you remember because you were probably when you were younger um, have gone to a few of the races so and this is where they have 95% of the races uh, you see along basically the course uh, various vessels kind of just floating and so so think of like the rich in their yachts in their boating yachts you see them not close to the throng of people you see them in their private vessels just kind of floating on their repulsors around the race area and then you see people just moving about you see uh, various uh, food stands, you see stalls with games, you see a number of green painted battle droids moving around patrolling, and you see a number of people selling various wares from food to drinks to even you see droids that are kind of moving around as the cab is starting to land in an area for you to disembark you see droids kind of being repainted in racing colors and the like as kids are running around with racing colors on their faces all right once uh once the cab finds a place to drop us um I go and I buy some food from a cart. All right. Uh, <coughs> you see a Nemoidian, uh kind of uh, greasy, uh, greasy skin, greasy hands, 
Not so much because he's an Amoidian, but because he's uh, dealing with hot fried food all day long. Um, he says, one hot bag burger, one hawk bat burger coming up. Cheese on yours. And he kind of looks at you and looks at uh, Felix and Felix kind of leans in towards you. Yes, you want cheese. What's a hawk bat? Not sure you want to know. Gotcha. And the Nemoidian gets uh, it together. That will be one cred and one cred for you, sir. And then he... Hand you your bags with your hawkback burgers and puts some what appear to be uh, kind of like potato strings uh, on the top of it. Your bag immediately starts to get very greasy as he kind of points you towards a condiment area as he goes on to the, all right, all right, enjoy your burgers and kind Mm. of uh, motions another group of people. And he, see Felix kind of put a bunch of condiments on his to kind of drown out whatever it is he's eating, especially since you said you don't want to know. And he just kind of starts to eat it down. Some kids run by you with cool cream desserts as they are uh, um, running back to their, their guardians. I was just kidding. It's a bird. Ah. All right. <laughs> and uh, he takes a kind of a big bite of it, uh, being a, a uh, adventurous individual, and chews on it a little bit. Um, but as he's chewing, kind of nods at you. Still don't know exactly if he likes it or not, but he's eating it. And I will go off toward where you can place bets. All right. Um, You head to a... There's a kind of a awning and a structure in the center of a... As you, you kind of got the burgers on a small little stand that was in a huge walkway. You head to one of the large, open-topped megastructures, and there's a large building, though, in the center. And it appears to be an area that is used for kind of the placing the beds, kind of a a hub of activity for the racing officials. Uh, You see a number of the green battle droids kind of patrolling especially around this building and you see kind of on either sides of large glassed areas more of these battle droids just kind of looking around a few people will kind of loiter looking at all of the numbers uh, the names of the various racers and one of the battle droids will kind of walk out click 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 out of its standing area Move along if you're not going to bet. Move along if you're not going to bet. And kind of hustle people away from the booths as you kind of walk up. I'm going to get something to drink, Felix says. And he kind of walks off. Mm-hmm. As I, he's really chewing that burger. 
Yeah, it's a little gamey. I'll walk up to one of the one of the windows. Okay. I'll put. I'll. You see a Nemoidian uh, behind the uh, transparent glass. Uh, Twenty on Vince. I don't know. I'm just gonna choose the first one I see. Uh, you say twenty, and you're kind of looking at the various names, and we'll just throw out a name here. Uh, you say twenty on Aquinjin, and the Nemorian kind of chuckles a little bit and says twenty on Aquinjin, and he prints you out a ticket and takes your credits. Um. Okay. What was the look? No, nothing. I Okay. Go on. And um, next. And then I'll walk. Unless you have another bet. No. I, I walk Next. Off. And you kind of head off. And you have your ticket. Yeah. Okay. And. As you're walking away uh, from the booth, there's a huge shadow that... Um, moves over you and you look up and you've seen these in the war uh, in the civil war Uh, you see a large vessel um, larger than most of the vessels uh, that are kind of around the racetrack Um, as you look up you see a Carillion gunship fly overhead now think for Ellen, think like a Carillion Corvette, the one, you know, the Tantive, mm-hmm. you know, Ellen knows that. Uh, only instead of the front, it's kind of a, like, Millennium Falcon cockpit, only larger. Okay. Um, but you see, and it's a gunboat, so you see this thing is bristling with weapons as it flies over. Not only does it just fly over, and you can, and... It was a really odd sensation for Morgan because this thing, as it gets over her... Now, granted, it's not directly over. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. quite a ways up. Um, but the sounds of everything going on almost muffled the sounds of the ship's repulsors as it flies over. You only really notice it as the shadow hits, you see that there's a huge shadow, so you kind of look up to see if the star goes behind the clouds, and you see this vessel fly overhead. You see it basically move to a position that is at the top of the racetrack, kind of hovers above the racetrack in the center, and just kind of sits there. Hmm. Hmm. Keep an eye over in that direction, but keep moving naturally. I mean, you know, I'm not right. Going to look. Right. Um. Not gonna gawk at it. No. Okay. Especially if I don't see other people doing that, because that would make. Yeah, I mean, there were a f- number of people mm-hmm. kind of looking up and a few people pointing. I mean, it is. Um. Does anybody say who they think it belongs to? Like, do I overhear anything? Give me a. Let me see here. Uh, give me just a perception. Uh, 
Yep, just perception. Okay. Eight. Eight. You kind of get that people are worried as it flies over. You get some apprehension and a little bit of fear, but nothing really at this point that anybody says like, oh, it's that or... But general perception you're getting as you're kind of looking around is that most of the people this isn't a good thing for them. There's there's a little apprehension. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and then you kind of start walking again. Uh, a droid kind of floats by you and yells a little R5 droid uh, attached to a cart that has a number of dessert beverages in it, iced up. And it almost runs you over as it kind of gives you a rather indignant beep and twirt as it flies by you. Doesn't want to sell anything. Do you try to flag it and stop it? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just with the speed that he's going, it was just more like, 